Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and decide whether or not they're really worth the hype. They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and I'm joined as always by my co-host Will. Hi Will, how are you? Hi there Hugh, I'm very well. I have two things to say to you. One, if you ever own a manatee, you should call it a humanity. And number two, I have a question for you because today we're talking about George Clooney and I want to know if you think George Clooney is a late person. Um, I feel, is that a loaded question oh, in some it's, way? It's loaded and cocked, mate. So, okay, let's spill the beans, everyone. <laughs> we decided to record the podcast, and perhaps on some previous episodes, I've been a few minutes late, Never. and I've always made the point that I'm not a late person, and I hate being late, but I, I suppose I put the lie to that by being 53 minutes late for yeah. this recording. You've yet to be on time, to be fair. That's true, that's true. I think you might be a late person. I don't think George Clooney is a late person. I think George Clooney got to where he was through the power of Nespresso and being on time. Yeah, I think we'll discuss how George Clooney got to where he was, and we'll see if there isn't a more sinister explanation for it. Oh. You've done the opposite of uh, bury the lead there. You've, you've come right out and, and told everyone what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, dug the and lead normally, right up. Normally we leave that to our producer. Hi, Michael. Hi, guys. Thanks for, thanks for bringing me in. Um, are, are you a late person, Michael? It, I, I tend to be, even though you're the Zoom host, sometimes I've arrived yeah. earlier and I'm temporarily the host, but I'm alone, which is like the parties <laughs> I host. <laughs> yeah, I'm a late person. I, I, I would say I'm a uh, frustratingly late person. I say I'm going to be 10 minutes late and I'm 15 minutes late. That's the kind of person mm. I am. Um, mm. But then, I, then Hugh rocks in half an hour later and I look great. So you don't, I wouldn't really... say great. I wouldn't say you look great. <laughs> 
I get away with well, it. Well, I, I used to, I used, speaking of parties, I used to always arrive to parties very early. I have had, when I was in college and there were parties, I would have a lot of conversations with aunts, uncles, grandparents, <laughs> just... The, the only time that you are not late to things is when it's cooler to be late to them. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was at a, actually, and then at a, I remember I was at a, my friend's 30th birthday party and I got there. And he wasn't there yet. So I went up to the, the bar and there was someone sort of cleaning, wiping down the bar. And uh, I, I asked him, and of course, once you're in that situation, you can't come out of that well. You know, I asked him, is this where the party is? Which oh. isn't a very cool question no, to ask no, no. anyway. I don't know. I think, to be honest, I think George Clooney could sell that pretty cool. Yeah, well, again. Is this okay. where the party is? Someone's... Someone's laying, oh, we've got a Clooney impression. <laughs> Early doors for the Clooney impression. Um, Michael, why are we talking about George Clooney? Yeah, well, th- things, are, things are about to get hot up in here. Um, normally we talk about things or fashions or crazes, but this week uh, we're talking about a person. Um, and it's movie star, humanitarian, longtime sex symbol, and really, I would say, apex celebrity, George Clooney. Um, so Clooney has obviously been a big, big deal uh, for three decades at this stage, and he's never really faded from the public consciousness. He's always in the mix when it comes to either the box office or just fame generally, uh, being on the cover of magazines, etc. Um, so I think the question for us is whether the fascination with the man is, is justified. Just to, I suppose, put that another way, um, do we have disproportionate desire for this dashing, dimpled do-gooder? Or is our devotion deserved? <laughs> now, there's no reason for me to have chosen the letter D, but uh, <laughs> basically the first word that I picked in that sentence had the D in it, so I, I was kind of committed at that stage. Yeah, and in a way, I think it's clear you want to give George Clooney the D. <laughs> I think it's what it's come well, across from that. I, I was about to say we'd cut all of that, but I think now it's definitely being, being left in. Thanks, yeah, if, if you do a dick joke, it's going to make the cut, you know? That's, uh, yeah, that's what Scorsese always says, I think. <laughs> so here, um, as, as, as always, uh, let's kick off with a quiz. I've got three questions for you guys. How much do you know about George Clooney? Um, first one, I feel like I'm going to get some flack for this question. Okay. Uh, what is George Clooney's net worth? Um, now, for, for context... I'm not going to give you any hints, but, but for when you context, say for context, I yeah. mean, are you going to explain how the valuation of money works in our modern <laughs> yeah, society, yeah. No, or I'm what? Gonna, like, what context could you give us? I'm going to give you some comparators, okay? So we've got Julia Roberts, who's worth 140 million dollars. Mm-hmm. We've got Matt Damon, who's 170 million dollars, okay. and then Brad Pitt, who's 300 million dollars. Jesus. So Clooney, what's he worth? Hugh, you like numbers. Yeah, I do. Uh, I'd say like seven grand. That's that is okay. That's not. That's obviously really far away from what the answer is. I mean, he smells better than seven grand, Hugh. I w- explain that. Unpack that. Yeah, give us context for that one. Smells Michael. like a million dollars. Smells like a million does. He smells like a million dollars. Yeah. What do we think? He's he. So he's got to be less than Brad Pitt. A million dollars probably um, smells the same as like any amount of dollars really i mean first of all this this is presumably coming from that net worth website which is where people just make up amounts of money for people but I use what, multiple what we, sources okay so that's what were your sources there. michael multiple internet sort like basically the top three things that came up on google so yeah, <laughs> i'm okay. gonna backtrack a little bit what'll uh, what do we go for what 200 million yeah i was gonna say 200 uh 206 million please 
Wrong. George Clooney is worth $500 million. He is... He really isn't. pretty much the richest person in Hollywood. Um, Wow. uh, Certainly on screen. Um, And and actually, most of it is not from acting. He had producing money. He had a stake in a tequila company that that he sold for a billion dollars in 2017. Now he was only part <laughs> owner, but he sold for a billion dollars. What tequila um, company was it? It was a it was a company that he set up. I think only ten years or so previously with a friend of his. Um, I think it's called Casamigos. I'm not sure that's the name of the 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 the, the, the corporate structure or the brand of the tequila. But yeah, he he he's made an enormous amount of money um, out of that. Um, Fair play to, uh, to, to to the man. So he's he's right up there. He's right at the, t- the top of the pile. Interestingly, actually, a lot of Bollywood um, actors seem to be like way way up there in terms of in terms of. Uh, the, India the, is a massive pile. market, you know. Yeah, but it's I, I think it's like three out of the top five are Bollywood, which is not yeah. But but if you if you look at like the top earning sports people in the world, yeah. you've always got Indian cricketers up there, you know. Yeah, Despite yeah. the amount of money that that like Premier League footballers make and boxers make, it's the guys the guys who are selling stuff in India means an awful lot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So question two. So that's a that's a that's a big fat zero there. Um, question two. Um. Which of these people were not born in the same year as George Clooney? So I'm going to give you three people, two of them born in the same year. Uh, one of them was not. Um, so actor and comedian Eddie Murphy, actor and comedian Ricky Gervais, or former Speaker of the House of Commons John Burke. So um, I think Clooney's about, is he, is he late 50s? I was yeah. waiting for Brad Pitt because I'm pretty sure they're the same age. So I was hoping that'd come up. Um, is he late fifties? Um, I feel, I would feel that either Eddie Murphy is older or Ricky Gervais is younger. Although Ricky Gervais has been around a long time. Eddie Murphy was on SNL very early, wasn't he? Mm. I have. I'm very bad at these sort of questions, and I feel like it will be neither interesting nor fruitful for me to discuss my thoughts. <laughs> Uh, oh sure. Well, so like the question, in other words. Well, let's yeah. just oh. let's just go Eddie Murphy then. That's my thought. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. So both He's Eddie older. Murphy and Ricky Gervais born in the same year as Clooney, nineteen sixty one. John Burkow, a little bit younger, nineteen sixty three. And then the third question: uh, Clooney has two Oscars. Does uh, he? Yeah, he does. And the question is for which film? Actually, I'm going to uh, give you one I'm of them. I'm going to give you three films. Three films. Three films. Okay, so. Syriana, Argo, and Good Night and Good Luck. He definitely got one for Argo. He co-produced I, it or something. I was going to say he definitely got one for Syriana. So we go the other one he didn't. Maybe he got it for, I don't know. Well, who, I, who cares? Uh, yeah. I'm who cares? Give you that. I'm going to give you that. Yeah, that's right. So he, he, he has a best supporting <laughs> oh, answer. Yeah. What answer did we give? Yes! <laughs> let's, let's draw this quiz to a close. Um, but uh, Syriana, yep, yeah, supporting actor, and Argo producer. Um, and there's actually only one other actor who's won the combination of best supporting actor and uh, then best picture, which is what you get as best producer. Um, and that's Brad Pitt. So only the two of them, uh, which is a fact. Um, Hooray for facts! Yeah. Entertainment facts! That's what people come here for so okay let's 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 get into it george Clooney, pros and cons the floor is open pros and cons i don't know how i i sort of i sort of don't know where my horse is in this race i sort of am like 
who cares really it's just a dude but um i have a pro to start off with which is that he was a big fan of south park he's a big supporter of south park and um he's he asked south park if he could be in an episode and this was in like 97 so i think he was pretty famous at the time and so they cast him as sparky the gay dog who just barks so they got george clooney in and were just like and he was like yeah i'll just bark fine so <laughs> they had this famous actor at their, at their disposal and he was having fun doing some barking. It's amazing. I think he that's just great. basically throws away his celebrity. He's so famous. So we've, we've got a pro know. that he likes funny TV shows, which is true of me as well. Um, but I'm not worth $500 million or even seven grand, actually, which is my guess. Um, okay, I've got a con here, right? Oh, my God. Um, you sound more angry than than any other yeah, subject he's, he's, we've done. He's building yeah, a this case here. This one's really got me going. Yeah, I've, this, has been a, this has been a lifelong thing. This is my this is my Aaron Brockovich moment and George Clooney is <laughs> Pacific Oil and Electric or whatever it was, and he's secretly been poisoning a load of kids. Um <laughs> No, here's my here's my situation. So the pro is obviously, I mean, yeah, look at the man. I mean, well done, George Clooney. You know, my con is is that it, well, we go back to Michael's intro and he talked about normally we discuss like a fashion or a thing or a something else that I can't remember because I wasn't really listening. Mm-hmm. And George Clooney is is just those things. I mean, the idea of George Clooney being like a best supporting actor or a best actor is ridiculous because the man isn't an actor. He's he's just a, a really, really undeniably handsome and really undeniably charming man who just sort of waltzes through films being George Clooney. And I, I, I the the fact that he's he's held up as one of these actors of this generation just I feel no, no. When has the man acted a role in his life? Uh Dusk Till Dawn. Was was he the car or something? What was he in that? So so, so is your is is your problem, Hugh, that that he's you don't think he's a good actor, or he just does the same thing in every? You know, so every... I don't think he's a good actor. I don't think he's okay. uh, I don't think he's ever anything other than uh, George Clooney. Now, what I will say is, people are always like, "Oh, but he's amazing, you know, brother. Where art thou?" I have a rule, which is that if I'm making a judgment on an actor, any movies that I haven't seen aren't relevant to the argument. So if I haven't okay. seen a brother who art there, well, then that doesn't disprove my point. Listen, Ocean's Eleven, he's amazing. He's just George Clooney. He's, it's, it's basically an espresso ad for two hours in a casino. That's all that is, you know? I, that's yeah, where they I, got the idea for the espresso, the espresso one. And it's, it's, it's that people will say, oh, he's so great, he's so great, he's so great. And again, that man who we mentioned earlier, I mean, I really want to turn this into a podcast about how much I love Brad Pitt, so you have to try and stop me from doing that. But I feel they always get put together, whereas Brad Pitt is a great actor who doesn't get the credit he deserves because he's ridiculously handsome. And George Clooney is a ridiculously handsome man too who gets credit for being a good actor. Hmm. Well, I think, I think look, we're getting right into the meat of it here. And Hugh, I I mean, I, I like a lot of Clooney's roles Um I like From Dust Till Dawn. As, uh, as haven't as seen it, so it doesn't count. Uh, I like Michael Clayton, which you, I know he's seen. so bad in that. So, he's so, so bad. Good, good film. Uh, I really like Hail Caesar. Have you guys seen that? He's he, he basically plays a, a sort of a nineteen fifties version of himself in it. I, again, I mean to to the same point, but I do think that the role that he's played most successfully over the years is just George Clooney. You know, he just inhabits that persona to a T, and. You know, in a sense, 
I, I think he often gets he gets accused of being the same in everything. And I think that's not really fair. Like he's he's an instrument, right? Like you don't give out about a saxophone. It sounds like he's an instrument you'd like to play, Michael. <laughs> well, well, you don't give out about a saxophone for always sounding like a saxophone. Michael, I give you, out about would... saxophones every day. Yeah. That's my thing. Have you not heard my saxophone podcast? Well, I, it's, yeah, called, like... it's called, it's called Anti-Saxer with Hugh O'Connor. <laughs> I, mean, I suppose if it was no always playing that. the bit from Careless Whisper, that would be quite quite tiresome. But, but like, I, what, what I think is, like, he's an instrument... He he sounds he always sounds the same, but he plays different tunes. So he's always kind of suave and collected, uh, but sometimes he's kind of suave and collected and out of luck, like in Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Sometimes he's suave and collected, and he's one step ahead of the bad guys, like in Ocean's Eleven. And, uh, and sometimes he's 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 suave and collected, and he's Batman. This is Michael. This is a terrible, terrible argument. Okay, so basically, so you're <laughs> saying argument. he's exactly the same thing, but occasionally, occasionally, yeah. his script writers have written slightly different <laughs> words for him to say. And, and That's he's been all in different costumes. Different and costumes. he's been in different costumes. Yeah, some of his costumes have nipples on them. Some of them don't. Yeah, but I, I think, I think when you look back to like, and 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 there is very much a a narrative which is that Clooney is like the last Hollywood megastar he's he's the last real movie star and i think it's true like if you look back to like jimmy stewart for example he played very similar characters throughout all of his films you know uh, so did cary grant we didn't really criticize them for that they're just well that's because we haven't strong. had the cary grant podcast yet you just wait <laughs> i'm okay. coming for him with both Tune barrels next week yeah <laughs> you better watch out archie leach here's here's the other thing is that there are other there are other actors who get this accusation thrown at them right so you could say tom cruise is always tom cruise which there's an element of truth in but at least tom cruise does something at least he's well first of all insane but also like <laughs> actiony you know like and doing his own stunts so he's he may be tom cruise all the time but this time he's flying a helicopter into a building this time he's doing whatever he's playing his different saxophone tune whereas clooney is basically just as i say drifting handsomely through he's just like a guy a well-dressed handsome guy at a party i'll allow it <laughs> it works it works what are you what are you writing on your list you're just you're just drawing a picture of a saxophone and calling it george <laughs> it's just i'm just shading in a picture of george Clooney that i previously <laughs> drawn <laughs> i but i think that like, like there's a space for that though hugh there's a space for someone handsomely i mean most of film is just handsome people wandering through and being like hey look how handsome i am Sure, I agree, but I suppose it's the fact that I feel he's given more credit for being an actor. I mean, okay, Will, you're an actor, right? Yes. Now, you, like, would would you much prefer, I presume you'd prefer to be a, a good-looking actor, you know, as opposed to what's going on here. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, I suppose, I suppose, Will, you're a very handsome man, okay? You can't and dig yet, up with you. And yet, and yet, because you're not that, freakishly Hollywood handsome. Okay, shots fired. Do you, have, do you have no... Do you have no... Maybe jealousy is an ugly word, but do you not have any 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 negative feelings towards the people who you know are not as good an actor as you are, but who get there because they're very, very handsome? Yeah, I mean, but I, yeah, absolutely. And, like, I think there's an element to which I'm just like, fuck this guy! He's just in ER and being handsome, and then he's in Dust Till Dawn being handsome, but a bit a bit more vampire-y, and then, and then his Ocean's Eleven, and it's the same... But he's just handsome. But he does stuff well. He does it charismatically. And it's like, that's sort of the game. People love looking at hot people. Mm. 
So I, I don't know. I, I don't... I think, fundamentally, I really don't care. But then that... Uh, about about this as a topic. I'm like, who cares if it's a legitimate like? But then Michael cares so much. You both seem to care so much that I, I disagree with both of you and agree with both of you. And I'm finding it very difficult. I basically have been waiting, waiting... 33 years to take George Clooney down and this is the closest I've got to a platform to do it okay okay <laughs> so I'm, I'm bringing everything I've got but what's the problem with him you know he plays this, he's good at what he does he's very good at playing the handsome dude who wanders through and does shit but but he's he's not playing anything. He's not playing anything. He's just oh, Michael that's... will tell you he's playing a tune, but no, he's not. He's 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 just he's just moving through things. That's all he's doing. He's not acting. Something that gives the lie to this is I was looking through his filmography, and pretty much every third role that he's done is cameo or himself. <laughs> so so there is there is an element that he just shows up, you know. But uh, listen, and the man has the man has succeeded in it. And but I, the the point is that even when he's even the roles where he doesn't just show up, he he just shows up and does his thing. And again, I look people who are handsome people do love looking at handsome people. Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, I don't think has enough Oscars. His abs should have Oscars on their own on their own back. Well, that'd be very weird if they were on the back, obviously. But, like, they should have a Lifetime Achievement Award, as far as I'm concerned. They've been there so long and just doing their thing. But, like, George Clooney just... I mean, I think what we're going to get down to is my real problem with George Clooney is that I'm not him. Yeah, I think that's the yeah. same. I think that's... And I think Michael wouldn't like to be George Clooney because then he wouldn't be able to observe George Clooney in his... No, I'll tell you though, I'll tell you though, I think Michael thinks he is a bit of George Clooney. I think Michael, (laughs) he thinks he is the George Clooney of his workplace, you know? (laughs) How would you respond to that, Michael? Well, one of the things I had on on my list was one of the pros was that he and I have very similar hair. Jesus. Um, Oh my God. um, And that makes me feel good about my hair. So... (laughs) Okay, Hugh, you may have swung it there. You, you really may have swung it with that piece of information. Yeah. Any yeah. other similarities, yeah. Michael? You drink Nespresso? Um, he played a I character don't. called Michael Clayton. He was dreadful, and you are Michael, <laughs> and you are dreadful. <laughs> that's harsh. No, that's harsh think, on you, not think, on Clooney. That's harsh on you. I think, though, when, when you talk about him you know, drifting through movies, I actually think this is reflected in his in his sort of box office numbers, right? So one of the cons that I will level against him is that he actually has never really had any massive movies. He's never had any gigantic films. Yeah, that's so true. His his biggest film ever, his biggest box office film ever was Gravity, right? Which is a good film, but not, you know, didn't didn't dominate the year or anything like that. Um, and that made $274 million. Now, I know this is not all about... God, that's only a quarter of a tequila fortune. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It wasn't even worth as well. But if you look at, let's say, Brad Pitt and Matt Damon, who I think are good comparators, um, like $274 million isn't even in their top 10. Like Brad Pitt has made $500 million plus regularly. M- Matt Damon has made $500 million plus regularly. So like, he, he actually doesn't have any massive films. And actually the biggest film in terms of uh sort of coverage that he ever did the biggest was was the bat were the batman films and and, and you know that did he that do more than one maybe he did did you just I do think one? he only maybe did one did i think one was enough michael <clears throat> yeah but but you know what i mean so he any he he, he 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 never really cracked into that like massive um uh massive sort of franchise type thing that that many of his other co-stars did so 
even Leonardo DiCaprio, right? You know, d- takes takes more cerebral roles, but he had Inception. And, oh, Di- DiCaprio you know, is a whole other actor I want to take down, but that's a yeah, that's yeah. another show. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know that I hold that against him. That maybe <laughs> draws my fangs slightly in that. Oh, okay, at least he hasn't had a billion dollar movie. But I know nothing. So I never saw him in. I never saw him in Eeyore. I mean, and I mean, to, part of me obviously wants to admire a guy who's come up through a you know a long TV career and then made it into movies. But I presume in Eeyore he was just a handsome doctor who looked handsome. Yeah, I watched the first scene of him in ER, and uh, he did good, but it could have been Frank Ocean coming in, you know? Like, I, I do take your point that it's, it's a handsome, charismatic guy. <laughs> are we are we, are we going to let Will away with calling no, him think, Frank Ocean? Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> you go ahead there, Hugh. Billy that's Ocean. Danny Ocean. <laughs> Billy Wilder. It was it was just the moment where I think at first Michael and I obviously were looking at each other on screens. Michael and I thought maybe you were doing a bit, and then we both realized nope, nope. Will's just powering through with Frankie Ocean. Yeah, yeah. I can remember Frank like... Ocean. Frank Ocean oh, yeah, sounds a like yeah. a guy who's running a what? Like uh, a some sort team. of <laughs> with his handsome and talented friend Brad Pitt. Yeah. Look, I clearly don't know enough about films generally. So yeah. I, I, I don't know what you expected. I went into something confidently and I, I, I failed. This is why I'm not George Clooney. Well, I'm disappointed now that you've, you've, I suppose, prefaced that by saying you don't know much about films because I was going to make reference to your other podcast, which is solely about films. Oh, I was yeah, going to yeah, ask if you've... Crucially not about me seeing the films. True, I suppose that, that's... It's called the last ten minutes. We watched the last ten minutes of films we've never seen, and it's great. You should listen to that and not this, because uh, I no, I make the same mistakes. I make I make lots of mistakes. Frank Ocean was a guest on that too. Have you ever done a Clooney film? Yeah, Dusk Till Dawn. I was actually wondering. I was very impressed that you brought up from Dusk Till Dawn so confidently earlier, because I said that doesn't sound like a film Will would have watched. But clearly, you watched it purely for your own self interest. Yep, only only if it's podcastable. That I'll only do it if it's podcastable. I think what's emerged so far is that we each have different ways of responding to Clooney's success. Hugh's, Hugh, I'm sorry, it seems to be resentment, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Jealous uh, as well, yeah. Will, yours is sort of disengagement. You just don't really, you just let it happen. Whereas mine is very much kind of, you know, I, Erect, I, go, I roll, so. I roll, I, <laughs> I, I roll, I was going to say I roll with it, but anyway, no, but, but, but what I do to sort of offset that is that I tried to kind of imagine shortcomings. So my, my, you know, the way they say when, you know, when you lose one sense that other senses compensate, well, I have to imagine that if Clooney is so handsome and successful that actually there must be, you know, there's a, there's a quid pro quo elsewhere in his life. Um, but I can't pinpoint exactly what it is. Like he's, he's seen, he, he's smart. He's not, you know, clumsy. Um, so, so it's gotta be something else. You don't know that he's um, not clumsy. I th- he's he's so suave. He'd make it look good. I I think like <laughs> no, definitely. There's definitely days where George Clooney's gone out of the house with a toothpaste stain down his front, and you <laughs> you just would love to see that. <laughs> no, for, to me, I just imagine that he's he's not good at like assembling flat pack furniture, or he he's a really bad speller. Like a mal comes home and there's a note on the fridge that says get milk and milk is spelt wrong like m-e-l-k or so i don't know something like that but that's that's how i deal with this is amal his 
Is Amal his wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I was in, yeah. in school with a boy called Amal, so I was wondering why Amal was different, involved with Clooney. Different but... person, yeah. I googled jo- George Clooney looking gross, and he looks great <laughs> in all of the pictures. <laughs> yeah, I googled <laughs> bad things about George Clooney, just to back myself up, and I've just found one that he temporarily suffered from Bell's palsy. Which is, you know, when you get that paralysis paralysis. of the face. And I was like, my God, like, (laughs) even through that, I bet he just looked incredible. Oh, no, your face is stuck and perfect. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Is it a con or is it a pro? Like, the idea of a movie star just being, like, this super handsome dude who just handsomes his way through everything. Is that an institution that we're like, yeah, that's cool. Oh, it's sad it's dying out. Or are we like, nah, good. We need more Philip Seymour Hoffman type. I think I think I don't know. Look, and again, I think we all have our own favorites, and you all have your own, and you you'll find exceptions to your own rule. But I mean, if you're looking at like handsome, charming, you know, just fun to watch in something, I think think of someone like The Rock, okay, Dwayne Johnson, like unbelievably charismatic. The man sweats charisma. You put him in anything, and he's just you just enjoy watching him. And I feel unbelievable like unbelievable smile. He's got mm. best smile in Hollywood. Okay, okay, Michael, hold on. Yeah, we'll be onto his arms next and then his calves. <laughs> oh, I will 100% he's... join in on this. I think D- Dwayne Johnson is the first autobiography I ever read. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, okay. let's. And, and what can you tell us about him? Uh, he's amazing. <laughs> he is, but he's amazing. But I feel that Clooney, Clooney, I accept he's charming, but most of his charm is based in in the sort of smile and the hair, you know? Whereas I feel like Dwayne Johnson has, like, actual incredible charisma that can bring so much to, to a movie role. I mean, The Rock doesn't have a range either, Hugh. I mean... No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And yet I think his charisma is more powerful than George Clooney because I think George Clooney just stands there and smiles, whereas at least The Rock, I don't know, like, can you sing. Would be, you would be shocked. You would be shocked if they had made a remake of, like, It's a Wonderful Life... And it was the rock. Like twelve angry men and it's I mean, like that has to and the rock. You know, like you just, it just wouldn't happen. Oh, so, but it, he'd do a know? great job though. He would But what's that point? What's that point? But that, that you know, that if we're saying that Clooney plays the same role, the rock very much does too, right? I think you're just pitting Dwayne jo- Dwayne Johnson against George Clooney, and I don't think that's fair because And who's gonna win that battle? Obviously DJ. Yeah, yeah. DT or J. DT or J. As nobody in history has ever called him. <laughs> but Cl- Clooney is good at turning the written word into what seems like live thought. He is good at that. Now that's that's acting, right? That's what you're doing. If we put if we put Dwayne Johnson into every Clooney role, imagine that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> like you'd have to cut out at least half of the Ocean's Eleven guys just for space. Like you would not be able to fit that heist team in there. To be honest, like when you say it like that, it does it it, it does feel interchangeable. Like it, you could chuck another handsome guy in there. Yeah. Well, what what are our what are our thoughts on a possible president Clooney? Because that idea obviously has been there for. 10 years that he could potentially run and actually you know trump having been president maybe makes it more likely than you know than, than, than ever before yeah um positive negative i just feel there's so many other better actor presidents 
Like, how could you vote for George Clooney when you could have, you know, okay, Harrison Ford's getting a bit old and crazy, but we've seen him be president so many times. Martin Sheen is still there, you know. Is Clooney, is Clooney a, a Democrat or is he... Yeah, 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 he is, and he's. Um, I mean, you he's, assume he's, he is, but he's, he's a pretty, uh, you know, he's a pretty genuine humanitarian. I mean, he he kind of he genuinely gets involved in causes as opposed to kind of showing up for events. Um, and I believe why is he still I got think... five hundred million dollars then? <laughs> That's my question. I I, I I meant to look into this more, but but I believe he has a private satellite network that he uses to monitor um, war zones. Um, so he actually owns owns his own satellite network, which is, I mean, that's very Bond villain. Sorry, he owns his yeah. own satellite is, network. Is that yeah, humanitarian? Yeah, yeah. Well, he he then feeds the data to 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 to, to, to I don't know, like the Red Cross or someone. I don't know. You you just made that up. Yeah, I think he, he could be doing it for anything. It could <laughs> just for the be the tequila company. Could just be what he and his wife watch when they go to bed. <laughs> yeah, they just they're bored with television. They become so rich and jaded that they're like, <laughs> I just want to watch. Let's real watch people. something going on in Syria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go back to his humanitarian work. So, apart, as apart from spying on um, war victims, what does he do there? So I, I know he's published a paper on conflict resolution in Africa. Oh, cool. he's, um... Great, I'm sure that made a big difference. <laughs> Wow. He wrote an essay saying the war should end. Wow. George Clooney. No, it's I mean I haven't read it, but Did he put a picture of him with it? Because like that's literally the best chance that has got. Okay, good. Okay. So I assume he thinks war is bad. Yeah. I am I am into the idea of a President Clooney. Um, Of course you are. I think the thing is if if it were to happen, what they would look to do is they they'd get Clooney as president, but then you get some long term senator and as vice president to give him credibility. That is definitely the wrong move. Like if you if you have George Clooney as president, like anybody else is going to be overshadowed to the point of irrelevance. So you Brad need Pitt. someone. Yeah, yeah, you need or maybe The Rock. Get him in there. <laughs> you know? um, Clooney Johnson, twenty, what, twenty four? I guess. Clooney DTRJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd work it absolutely yeah yeah he also only makes a film every two years or so so he could totally fit it in <laughs> yeah he doesn't seem to be that i mean I, this sounds really stupid but he doesn't seem like that prolific uh an actor he, like he's... he didn't act in a film between 2016 and 2020 there you go because of brexit <laughs> yeah he just threw in the towel yeah well yeah. look i'm gonna go i'm gonna go through the pros and cons that we have so far yeah Okay, so pros. Um, he took that South Park role, which I think we're saying is indicates a sense of humor or something about that. Or yeah, I think that he came in being like, "I'm attached to this project, and they want to do something silly, and I'm happy making fun of my own yeah. fame by playing a dog that barks and being barely okay. credited." I like um, that. Se- second pro, which I think we can agree on, is that he is George Clooney. There's no real getting around it it's this it's, is it's, this yeah. is there's going to be a lot of easy pros on future episodes of um, legitimate flags it's just it is x um and then uh, the hair point obviously that we have the same hair and then i put this in both as a pro do you a mean well, sorry can we just clarify what are you talking head hair pubes beard a whole package <laughs> i'm talking head hair yeah have yeah, you yeah, checked top of head top of head hair well i haven't actually no you're right. I'll have a Google after this for him, not me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so um, maybe I'll do that off air. 
Um, <laughs> and then uh, I, I put this, yeah, pro and a con. It's that he's the same in everything. I like it. Hugh, you don't like it. Will, you don't really care. Yeah, my problem, um, but my, my problem is it goes to what this podcast is all about. Let's not forget what is at the very core of what we're trying to do here, which is this whole mm-hmm. thing of whether something is worth the incredible hype and fascination. And what I'm saying is George Clooney, yes, incredibly handsome, very charming, blah, 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 fine to see in a movie, but not worth the adulation that he receives for being, people would say, oh, you know, such a such a great actor. And it's like, this is, this is my whole point. My, po- my problem is with the hype. But do people say he's a good actor? Or mm, do people yeah. just say he's George Clooney? He's George Clooney. I think they do. I think people like Clooney. I think Clooney could, could never act in a film again and he would still be he, a huge deal. Well, he's never acted in a film before, Michael, so that wouldn't be any difference to him. So. <laughs> Can you define acting for us, Hugh? Oh my! Uh, I'm trying to remember what you said earlier. Turning words into deep life was that what you said? <laughs> Living thought? No, uh, no, but that's on the on the banner outside uh, my commune. <laughs> Turning words into deep, deep life. life. Yeah, that was the computer that beat Gary Kasparov. I think. Guys, I've got it. I, 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 okay. Sweep aside the chairs. I'm about to make some moves here. The issue with George Clooney is right. that he is a character actor, and the character that he always plays <laughs> is, George Clooney. Is, is 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 a leading man. He's yeah. a character actor trapped in the role of leading man, and that's the issue. Do you know what I'd like to see him do more? Although, in fact, possibly he has done some of this, didn't he? He did Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, yeah. Did he? Mm-hmm. Was he in that other The Dogs film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you know, Dogs. I I never saw that, but Wes it Anderson had an unbelievable cast. I know, but I kind of I want to see him do more of that. You know, do stuff where you. Don't just have your good looks to fall back on. Do stuff where let's see if we can actually see. Do some. Do, let's do some more. Do some more voice work. Let's. And I know that's a different, a different skill perhaps, but um, I think let's, he let's was do actually. Do, go think, go go. Hang on, did. hang on. I'll tell you what I challenge him to do. Okay, Clooney, if you're listening, right? <laughs> go Tom Hardy on it. Start wearing masks. Cover up that beautiful face yeah. like Tom well, Hardy so, does. So this is the thing. Clooney has done that before. So when he did Batman, he wore like he wore the mask. You spent half the, the film as Bruce Wayne. The chin was unbelievable, unbelievable. <laughs> chin. Chin. And then, and then also he did the perfect storm and like Syriana, he grew a great, great big bushy beard, right? And unbelievable beard. Like he just can't, he can't get away from. Uh, I think there's something about the Batman suit though, because you'd say that Michael Keaton isn't one of the most bechinned men in the world, and yes, his mm-hmm. his chin is unbelievable as Batman yeah, as well. Prosthetic chin. That's what so I think was. there's there's a lot of chin work going on there yeah, in the Batman. Yeah. I think it I think it helps. Um, Hugh, you'll be relieved to hear that we're unlikely to get President Clooney. He has repeatedly ruled himself out from that role. Um, and the, the rationality is given, the actual quote is, I've slept with too many women and did too many drugs, which is like it's kind of an, like an, one of the all-time humble brags. It's kind of yeah. like, the, the, look, the I only mean... reason, the only reasons that I'm not president is that I am too awesome. No, now I hate him even more. <laughs> yeah, because he despite me, the yeah. fact, Despite the fact that he's incredibly rich, famous, handsome, has everything going for him, he still feels he needs to make people think he's cool by saying he's had a lot of sex and drugs. Yeah, he lost me there. He also gave away, I think, was it to 17 of his friends? He gave away a million dollars each. This was a. This is a bit. I'm sure you guys. To his friends. Do you think he's hanging out with people like me though? Like his friends are probably like is his friends Julia Roberts, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, and all the other people on that list. No, no, they were all. They were all. They were all people to whom this would make. This would make a big difference. And and Hugh, I think that you will like this. 
to do it, he, he, he gave it to them in cash. So he called them all into a vault yeah, I like and handed them bags of cash, <laughs> which is awesome. I like that. I mean, it's awesome, but it does still make him sound like a worse guy yeah. in terms it's of the trying to awesome. seem cool, you know? Yeah. But it yeah. is cool. Listen, I mean, I'd love cash. I love the he's idea another, that secretly another... George Clooney is, feels like he's really uncool and is desperately yeah. <laughs> trying to be like... Like, you see him walking along the street, but like, hey, dudes. And you're like, was that George Clooney? <laughs> nah, I can't. Like, he, he puts on his cap backwards. Yeah. Like, any role where he's got a gun, <laughs> he holds it sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that 2016 to 2020 acting slump was just because he was embarrassed about going out. He'd done something yeah. real silly. <laughs> now, Hugh, this is my last sort of roll of the dice to, to try and get you onto, onto Team Clooney. Um you're a big. It is. It is one of your stated life goals to own a pig, right? That this is. This I love is a pig. Of... Are you telling me yeah. Clooney has got a pig no, and no, I don't? No, 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 no. Like sorry. again, he's just taken one of the pigs. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's one of your goals. Sorry, Michael. That's one of your goals. I'd like to own yeah. a pig. Yeah. Why? I think pigs are amazing. I just sit out there and look. Unlike George Clooney, I don't have lots of friends who now are millionaires. So I've got a simple plan, which is I'd like to. <laughs> sit in my garden and read while my pig Agatha is snuffling away in her sty beside me. That's one of the weirdest facts that I know about you. He's, he's, he's been pretty consistent on this for a long time. That, that, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, but the specifics of the pig thing. Uh, I can picture well, the sty. I can picture the sty that I'd have. Are you saying you know? picture? I didn't, but I should have. Okay. I don't. I guess you could say, Hugh, you've got that sty in your eye. Mm. Yeah, you could <laughs> say do. that. To be fair, yeah, that's a, that's... Um, so here, Clo- Clooney, right? Hugh, this that Clooney's is never had a sty in his eye. He, Clooney, owned a very large, like very, very large, uh, Vietnamese pot-bellied pig called Max. And what I think is more interesting is that he bought him when he was a struggling actor. So this wasn't something he when the pig was a struggling actor, or when Clooney was. He played Babe. Yeah, he he didn't. Yeah, got to the final two for Babe Two, Pig in the City, but uh, he put on some weight. Ah, but it was such a white-dominated industry that there's no way a Vietnamese pig was going to get in. Yeah, Um, but the pig, yeah, he lived lived with him for eighteen years. Um, and actually, uh, there was an earthquake in LA in 1994, and the pig. Please tell me the uh, pig was monitoring the satellites that day and called it in. <laughs> the pig, the pig sensed the earthquake, uh, went apparently berserk and dragged Clooney out of uh, out of his bed in the middle of the night, uh, saving his life. Um, and God Clooney was damn like, it! Yeah. I was liking that pig until then. Yeah, but George Clooney was found on the street I think this is he was famous at this point he was found on the street naked with his pig oh <laughs> and his house was falling over yeah wait so, why why um, what was he doing naked with the pig oh he he was he was asleep and then it was very much the pig was the uh, instigator oh so he sleeps so, he sleeps naked well he did that night maybe the earthquake shook his pants <laughs> off So do we do we have? I mean, are we getting to to, to final uh, to our final verdict? Do we have anything else? Do you want me to tally it up? I mean, you t- uh, you tallied it up. Most of it was about your hair. If you had a saxophone, added... Michael, would you call it George or would you call it Clooney? I think if I had a saxophone, I'd call it Bill. Actually, after, after Clinton. Bill Clinton, famous saxophonist and president. <laughs> famous. I'm sorry, I heard a word. I thought you were saying famous sex something, and yeah, we don't really need to go <laughs> yeah. into that. Maybe I thought you but... said famous saxophonist. <laughs> that's what I thought you said. I thought that's gross. That's not nice. I mean, 
It's dreadful that Bill Clinton can be president and George Clooney can't, but look, I guess that's the way uh, the world I, goes. Would I've, you say that if you if you were to play music on your saxophone named George, would they be Clooney tunes? Uh, th- that's why you asked about the saxophone again, eh? You're just setting that up. That's actually why I mentioned the voiceover work earlier. I was going to try and get some cartoon stuff in and try and work in Clooney tunes, but I never got there, so I had to bring it back at the end. <laughs> had to? Needed well, guys, to. I don't, I, don't, I don't have a vote in this, as you, as you no. know. No, so we're um, in for an interesting... An interesting so situation I w- here. I will break a tie, though. I will break oh, a tie. Oh, that's what you think, Michael. Oh, I'll gore it. So, this podcast that we do, what, what are we trying to do? Are we saying that is, it, is, the, is the thing that we discuss, or indeed the person, um, worth the hype? Is that sort of the elevator pitch? I know I should yeah. have asked this 55 minutes yes. ago, but... Yes, or several months ago. Yeah, Yeah, a while ago. (laughs) Whatever, swings and roundabouts. I sent you several emails. We'll 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 take this Uh, off air. They they I would say went straight to my junk, but they they ended up in my junk, (laughs) basically. Straight to your junk. Yeah, yeah. was actually the the working title of this podcast. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm here's my judgment. I'm jealous of George Clooney. I wish I was him. I wish I had all his money and his satellites and his pigs and everything else, <laughs> but mainly the pig, to be honest. But yeah, not worth the hype for me. So he is not a legitimate like. Not a legitimate like. Thing, not Brad Pitt. Thing is, right? I I I now am in a position where I I either say I agree with you just to spite Michael. Yeah. Or I then say is that Michael just breaks the tie. Uh, yeah, I just don't want you to underestimate. Will I don't want you to underestimate the importance of disagreeing with Michael as a general rule in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Do you that. want Michael to break this tie? You don't. When you in don't generations want that. to come, people comb through the voting record of this show. Will, <laughs> which side do you want to be on? Uh... I want to be a. I don't know. Is I think, oh, fuck. It's a dumb. It's a stupid podcast idea. Obviously, it's okay to like George Clooney. Is it worth all the hype? He's real handsome. I think you have to know. The problem is, I'm gonna give a caveat to it, so that doesn't make sense. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm gonna ask you one question, oh, Will, okay. and this should decide it for you. Okay. This should decide he's it do, for you. He's doing a Columbo. He's doing a Columbo. Does he? Does he convert written words into deep thought? But live thought. Life does it doesn't have to deep. be deep. It doesn't have to be deep. <laughs> well, does he convert written thought into live depth? Yeah, I'm going to say, George, thank you, Hugh, for Columbo and me. Um, I'm going to say he is a legitimate like, because they're, they're twofold. Number one, he definitely doesn't have the same hair as Michael, and I like that about him. Number two is that he... Um, I don't think people talk about him like he's the best actor in the world. I think they talk about him like he's a sexy George Clooney film star who sells Nespresso real well. And I think people, they go to him for what he's selling, and what he's selling is George Clooney. Thank you, and good night. But also, I'm really sad that I'm agreeing with Clooney pubes have, over we here. Have a split, we have a split vote. Let's just give a couple of minutes of silence here for the sound effect that I'm going to insert for, for the tie being broken.
there it is. Perfect. A couple of minutes. That's longer. That's longer than the snooker players paused for Prince Philip's funeral today, <laughs> just to just to date us as the first round of the world we championship. So, we did so well, Hugh. And <laughs> you've you've nailed us to a specific date. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for my mind, the snooker as opposed to the funeral, but whatever. <laughs> I'm not happy with the result of this podcast, and so I'll just take it out on Clooney and hate him even more. Um, but if anyone ever gives me the chance to be George Clooney, I will take it with open arms and deep in live thought. <laughs> well, I'm going to go. Have, have you myself... any final thoughts on Clooney? Yeah, I'm going to go have myself a lovely Nespresso, even though I don't think they're the best coffees in the world. But um, their marketing sure is handsome, and that's what I'm in it for. Well, if you have any thoughts about George Clooney and you agree with me, then feel free to let Michael know. And if you have any thoughts about the podcast, if you like it, please subscribe to it. Please review it. Please suggest ideas for us to talk about. And until the next time, I've been Hugh. I've been Will. And the guy over there whose hair is nothing like George Clooney, well, he's been... Michael. Thank you. I don't normally get included in this bit. That was nice. Great. Okay. Good. Cut it out, Michael. Cut it out. Yeah, cut it out. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. George Clooney's so hot. Well, it's really not fair. Michael likes him a lot. Thinks they have the same hair. We'll disagree. But says he can act, I just can't see How they don't know that they are wrong And that's why I wrote this song Just one smile and they give him more money People laugh even though he's not funny Whoa, whoa, George Clooney There you go again My, my, why can't they resist you? George Clooney the same role again if you left i wouldn't miss you yes i'm insanely jealous cause you're such a handsome fella why why won't you ever go away george clooney you don't have to stay why why won't you ever go away Satellites watching Syria. I think that might be the creepiest part of it. And also, he's not Brad Pitt, he's the same in every movie he makes. Just looks hot and walks around being fake. Whoa, whoa, George Clooney. Yeah, you've got a pet pig, and that also makes me jealous George Clooney I'll admit you're good at promoting coffee to sell us okay I admit that it's true I just really wanna be you why why won't you ever go away George Clooney you don't have to stay 
Why, why won't you ever go away? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.